Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Talking football with Bengal Jim and friends. We're talking football. We hope this never ends. Jimmy James and Tom are back for more. Like Joey B, we're here for season four with Bengal guests and stories not heard before. There's Tony, Mark, and Jamie, as well as our charity. Hootay Nation, join in from far and wide. Every Tuesday night, the guys are back at it live. By the fans, for the fans, from day one, it's time to have some fun. We're talking football, with Bengal Jim and friends, we're talking football. We hope this never ends, the Bengal boys stop by to drop the speed. Don't get your popcorn ready and take a seat. Season four will and with the Lombardy. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and man, eight and six Cincinnati Bengals coming off an amazing win against the Minnesota Vikings. Whether you were there. We're watching it at home, three quarters of nothingness and fourth quarter craziness, guys. Uh, what a fun, fun game, guys, uh, uh, this Saturday. Nothingness. That's a good way to describe the first uh, three quarters. But, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I guess that was what it was there on uh, on Saturday. Um, maybe we thought the game was, was Sunday, got a late start. But, um, hey, the end, uh, end verdict is what we wanted. Uh, got that win. And. Keep it going this uh, Saturday in uh, Pittsburgh. We seem to be a Saturday team, right? Undefeated on Saturday this year. I tell you, man, I mean, who would have thought Joe Burrow goes down? Jake Browning didn't have a great game against the Pittsburgh Steelers the first game, and now he's run off three in a row here, guys, and he's playing some damn good football. Got to give the coaching staff some credit. Jake Browning uh, is balling out, guys, right now, so it's fun to watch him. One thing we're not going to get him credit, give him credit for is the uh, double reverse tight end throw on third and one from inside the ten. But we'll talk about that a little later. That came that came on my little uh, little cards playbook, James. They got that mixed up, and that was one of my plays. So what I, what I like what I like about Browning is the the dude just doesn't seem rattled. Like it's just unbelievable. You know, he goes out. Have, if he has a bad play, he just bounces back so quickly. It's um. It's it's fun to watch. Yeah, he had a personal mission against the Vikings too. So, yeah, you saw the clip they posted. Yeah, Vandetta. So uh, Tom's going to be on here in a little bit. Uh, we we do have a surprise guest. I don't think anybody in the screen even knows about. So we'll have a surprise guest here in a few minutes. Um, but no Jamar Chase. 
no Joe Burrow, no Cam Taylor Britt. Both DJs are out. This team, whatever it is, they find a way every week uh, to get a dub. It's next man up mentality. Uh, coaching has to come into play on in these games like this, man. So uh, this team is gritty and fun to watch, guys. So we'll get in a lot more conversation uh, around this. So let's go and just tell us, go right into the game, guys. Mark, uh, actually, Mark, you were you were sitting with us in the game, man. So give us your thoughts on it real quick. And as you're watching live right now, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, make sure you pop in questions. Jamie will try to get some questions on. And let's just have a conversation, guys. What's going good? Uh, let's enjoy this, man. This is, a, this is a lot of fun right now. I will say for a large majority of the game, it was one of those frustrating games where you sit in the end zone and you look up and you think it's second and eight and it's second and two. It's second and one. It's second and three. I mean, just on first down for majority of the first three quarters, we just couldn't stop them. Uh, luckily, they had a couple of turnovers. Uh, I know when uh, BJ Hill intercepted the ball, I I'm not sure what happened. It was hard to see. All I heard was the uh, Bengals got the ball. The crowd went crazy. It was a crazy uh, interception. And the T Higgins catch, I mean, that was the furthest you can get from where we sit. And you're just kind of not sure what happens. You scream, you yell, you're not sure because, you know, uh, they like to go to the booth and take away touchdowns sometimes. But it was just <laughs> one of those games where you just scream and you hope and you're like, well, you know, maybe we'll get them next week. And then somehow they pull well, Mark, out and you're like, hell Mark, yeah. Mark, we, we're, we're going to interrupt. We have our special guest on. Uh, Jamie, you want to bring on a special guest? Sure. And we, we know him as uh, Chris Kringle, uh, big big uh, Cincinnati Bengals fan, especially in the month of December. Uh, welcome, uh, Santa. Chris Kringle, how you doing, buddy? Very good. Ho, 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 Bengal Jim and all your friends. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Uh, did, did you watch the game this week, Chris? Santa sees everything. <laughs> of course I did. Ho, ho, ho. In fact, I got a special, you know, I have a lot of elves on the shelf at Paycor Stadium, and one of them reported, Santa, James is crying, and all he wants for Christmas is the Bengals to come back and beat the Vikings. So I typically don't interfere in sporting events, but uh, use some – Jamie, you okay? I'm good. All right. Uh, I typically don't involve in, in sporting events, but, you know, send a little special Santa magic down, and the boys pulled it out. Do you think Thank T. Higgins would normally make that catch? <laughs> James was uh, not there uh, Saturday, Santa. The Grinch was in yeah, the place. The Grinch was there, uh, Santa. It was oh my God. It, it was causing problems at the tailgate and at the game, by the way. The Grinch was there. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the elf on the shelf told me that's that's what James wanted for Christmas. So that's that's what he got. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. There he goes to Cincy Beer Fest. Craig, where did he go? Well, uh, he's right here. Well, unlike Cincy Beer Fest, Craig, I know how to match up. Santa always wears his 1975 AFC Ken Anderson Pro Bowl jersey to match the rest of his outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Santa, you get you. Hey, so, you getting geared up for Christmas right now, or what? Always, you know uh, what Santa does at the end of the year is uh, I typically, you know, I, I don't shave all year, okay? And then I shave, I head down south, uh, maybe hit a couple of bowl games, a couple of playoff games. I don't go to Kansas City because my colors match the Chiefs, but uh, I, I'll hit a couple of bowl games, hit the beach a little bit, and, you know, then in February get back to work for next year. It's kind of like a football hey, player. 
Looks like you're being accused of hitting the eggnog a little hard or hard this evening. I always hit the eggnog every night. <laughs> Mr. Kringle, uh, I know I'm on the naughty list, but I have to ask. Next weekend, I really, really need a Bengals win. Do you think you can pull it out for me? Well, you know, I typically don't interfere in athletic events. I do keep track, and the naughty list seems to grow with dumbass officials every week. And uh, last weekend not being an exception. But, uh, no, you know, that's, that's up to the guys, Mark. But I can tell you, you're going to be okay. I saw your list. Uh, sadly, nothing but cigars. They're bad for you. But you're going to be okay. I'm stopping by the bougie house. And uh, you're going to be okay. Thank you, Chris. Um, Merry Chris Christmas, Mark. Can I, can I ask you, what am I getting this year for Christmas? <clears throat> well, if the cookies aren't any better at the rope than they were last year, they were crap last year. You're not going to get a damn thing. But I would prefer some sugar cookies with that nice Christmas icing on it. Uh, you know, and... Is is it too much to ask for a milk? I know it's a bar, but you know, preferably some low fat or two percent instead of those store bought crap cookies from Canada. You know, in in the shape of maple leaves. You know, Santa's international. I I go around the world. Yeah, I may have favorites. Football's my favorite sport, but let's step up the game a little bit, Jamie. All right. I mean, you know, we're neighbors. You're you're in Canada. I mean, can we at least be neighborly? No, well, well, I don't know if I want to ask, but I guess I'm next. Uh, what am I going to get? Face paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it ain't me. Uh, <laughs> no, face paint. You're James, good. James, James, come on, dude. You got to talk to Santa, brother. I, I, I have nothing to even offer. I want to know what James is getting. We all want to know. We all want to know what James is getting for Christmas, Santa. You know, for he the fourth year in a row, it, it is the most boring household. He wants another wetsuit to go scuba diving in. Uh, this one, neon green. And uh, you know, I, I don't know if he wants to stand out for the sharks or what, but uh, that's what he wanted. And I'm still waiting uh, for my report from uh, the Elf on the Shelf, Lori, to see how he's been this year and see if he's getting anything. How about a Syracuse ball win, too? We'll take one of those. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. So, Santa, you know our, our 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 good friend Tom is on a show with us all the time, and he has this thing called Asshole of the Week. I'm sure that got him on a naughty list. Oh, uh, but uh, oh. Santa, that's not the Christmas spirit. That's not yeah. the Christmas. And, and if I could ask, let's suspend that for this week, despite the nope. referees deserving it so much. On Christmas week, let's let's not have that that terrible thing. On so, Craig, week, Craig is saying there should be a Grinch Hole of the Week now. Well, that's Craig. So yep. the, the only problem is his Grinch outfit is blue instead of green. But you know what the hell he tries. So, Jamie, you okay? I'm good. Nobody told me about this. For good it was reason. a surprise. So, Santa, anything else you want to say to the fans, the team, anything before you go? I think Tom's in the waiting room, too. We want to bring Tom on here at some point. Keep the faith. You're the best fan group in all of sport. You've been through a lot. You know how to enjoy the good times better than everybody else. You've endured the bad times better than anybody else. Keep supporting your team. Keep supporting each other. Keep donating to whatever charity Tony's driving that week. 
and uh that's that's about really all i got I, you know I, i'm this is my busy time jim it was kind of nervy of you to ask me to come on you said you didn't have a good guest tonight so uh i hope i mean you know it's 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 a really damn busy time I don't even get to watch the game Saturday because the international dateline when the Bengals kick off against the Steelers, it's already Christmas Eve in the Pacific. So I'm out in some stupid ass island. The only thing it has on it is James and Lori were here. You know, the only thing, the only thing I know, I know what island I'm on. You know, it's across the dateline. But you know, I'm working. But the sleigh is not like it is on TV and in the movies. It's it's really a it's a luxury vehicle. I got a flat screen in there. I'll be watching the boys. How's Mrs. Santa? She's upstairs watching HGTV. <laughs> well, Santa, hey, look, I, I, I was afraid to ask you to come on the show tonight. I cannot believe you made time to come on the show tonight. We appreciate you. Bengals Nation, Hootay Nation, appreciate you being on, man. So rest up, brother. I know you got a busy uh, weekend ahead, man. And uh, remember – we need, we need a couple more Bengal victories. You can make that happen. I know you're not supposed to get involved, but nobody's going to know. Just make it happen. And uh, we'll see you next Christmas, man. We love you, man. Thanks, Santa. God bless you. God bless Bengaland. God bless my favorite fans, Bengal fans. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. I got to get back to work. Who day, Santa? Who Jamie, could you, could you remove him from the uh, – there you go. Hey, oh who God. in the hell – that was a surprise for you guys, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Pure entertainment. Pure wow. entertainment. Uh, yeah, I mean, something. who else has Santa Claus on their, their podcast? Nobody. 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 <laughs> I was worried about uh, I don't even know where. Huh? I, I, didn't, I had no idea that was going to happen. That was hilarious. Supposedly, nobody knew that was happening. I, I That was going to be our surprise guest. I didn't want to advertise that and let you guys I, know. I love, I'm on Summer Moon Island, and the only way I know where I am is a James and Lori sign. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Brian, Brian Mulan, who uh, was a huge help at the tailgate uh, Saturday and even at the uh, the Fill the Bus uh, Toys for Tots toy drive, says five minutes of his life he'll never get back. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. When Tom gets on, he's going to be upset he missed Santa. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not going to be happy. He is not yeah. going to be happy. So oh, I think. All right. Let's 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 continue talking about the game. Uh, Mark was talking about T. Higgins' catch, amazing catch and touchdown. Uh, but guys, that was as amazing as that. What I thought that the overtime throw and catch to Tyler Boyd. Uh, that I watched that damn thing a hundred damn times. That replay, I could not believe. They pulled that off, and that traffic. When he threw it, I saw three defenders right there. I thought the damn thing was going to be intercepted, but what an amazing pass and catch and run after catch by Tyler Boyd. That right there won that game in overtime. Now, that seemed like one of those redemption catches from him, you know? Like, obviously, the guy's done so much for us as a whole, but this season with the, with that drop game-winning touchdown and the interception on some gadget play thing, like – that was cool to see. And not only did he make the catch, but then the yards after. I thought he was going all the way. Like, I, if you watch the replay, you know, it would have done a little bit of a different movie. Probably would have went all the way. But that was crazy. Put us in a position to win. And uh, redemption. Augie has a um, good point in here when um, whatever the player got blocked into uh, Charlie Jones or yeah. ran into Charlie Jones. You know, she did have the uh, wherewithal to go get that uh, – darn ball that was a huge play and i thought 
Um, in addition, he had a, a big catch on third down, I think it was, where he just act, actually just steamrolled the cornerback. He's a he's a big boy. Um, you know, we drafted him for a reason, and he stepped up when he's been throwing the ball. So uh, two big plays by him um, late in the game, and uh, exciting to see the, the type of player he grows into be. Yeah, he's he's fun to watch. And, and guys, that I know Coach Taylor kind of called out the Bengal fans, hey, we need your help this week. Guys, that fourth quarter was maybe one of the loudest. I mean, that was as loud as any other game I've ever been in, in, in Paycor and Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, the fans showed up and showed out, and they really, really uh, made it difficult for the Vikings, especially in that fourth quarter in overtime. You know, it was, and I think it was being a Saturday game, which was moved, what, 12, 14 days before, so many people I talked to, oh, I had a Christmas party um, planned, Christmas family gathering that, that couldn't make it Saturday. So despite a lot of things during Christmas season, Paycor was packed. Um, we saw that at the tailgate earlier in the day. And, and as you said, super loud in the, in the stadium, and, and it made a difference. I think we answered um, Zach Taylor's call uh, to a T. He had to be happy with, with you know, a packed Paycor. Might I add that, uh, for the most part, wore black. The fan initiated blackout, so thank you to all those fans that um, did that, and uh, certainly was uh, was loud. It's a beautiful day as well. Yeah, and, and yep, and the Bengal. We we got third down guy. We got. Um, we also now have the Bengal Booer, which is Craig Johnson. He was in rare form again uh, this Saturday. Craig Bengal Johnson, the Bengal Booer. Booer. We're going to get him a jersey. We're going to get him a new jersey uh, with that on there. We, sh- yeah, we uh, should have asked Santa so, for that. We should have asked Santa for that. <laughs> well, preemptive fit on the back of a jersey. <laughs> yeah, preemptive booing. Preemptive booing is one of his things. So. You know, when, when Jimmy asked you, Mark, about uh, your game experience on Sunday, I thought you would have talked about the pleasure of sitting next to Craig and, and how loud he was on uh, game day with his booze, but you failed to discuss that. I didn't want to let out his secret, you know. Okay. And so yeah, he's right. ready to unveil the preemptive boo to the world. I'll let him you know, bring that to yeah. the world. Hey, guys, the blackout, I mean, we, we had two and a half, three days prior to the game. We decided, hey, you know what? The Bengals weren't all black. Let's see if we can get fan engagement in a blackout. I'd say 90-plus percent of the people at the tailgate had black on. Uh, we, we had a – and I would say 70% of the people in the stadium had black on. So it wouldn't really – hey, Tom. Hey, guys, what's up? You're, you're uh, not you going to believe what just it. happened. What's that? You're not going to believe what just happened. What happened? Santa Claus was just on the show for about five minutes. You got him the on. You Santa said Claus. You were trying. I was trying not to tell these guys. We got him. Evidently, James is getting coal in his stocking uh, along with Mark. I don't know why. Yeah, and apparently he doesn't, hey, I got like, cigar. He doesn't, he doesn't like Canadian cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you're different. <laughs> Dale, from the day old store. He expects better. But anyway. Well, that's that's great. Was he in a, was he in a good mood? I mean, can he help us out Saturday? He claims he doesn't get involved in games, but he broke that rule this week with the win against the Vikings. So we're on our own on Saturday, but we're feeling pretty good about Saturday. Well, hopefully uh, we can get healthy and get back on it. So, so, so what are we talking about, boys? The the game so on we, Saturday. We kind of recap. We, yeah, recap. Okay, we yeah. recap the the Minnesota game, Tom. Uh, but go ahead and give us your thoughts. I think everybody on the screen's added their, uh, a few few of their thoughts in. Uh, but give us your thoughts on the overall the game Saturday. 
Well, you guys are in the tech stream with me. Uh, it was uh, desperation and depression for about uh, three quarters, and especially after that interception in the fourth quarter. But uh, this is a special group. You know, I don't, I don't know how the season's going to end up, but this is a special group and been a, been a special season. And they found a way. Uh, the right guys made the monster plays at the right time. Uh, T. Higgins, uh, I guess uh, the coaching staff told him he needed to be the alpha, and he was that and more. Uh, I've never seen a play like that where a guy does a miraculous, incredible catch at the two with under 40 seconds to go and, and has the, the mind to stretch the ball out like that and wave it over the goal line. And, uh, you know, it's great to have a, a top-notch backup quarterback. Now it's one thing we don't have to worry about for next year, you know, unless somebody calls with a, with a blockbuster deal. Uh, the defense did what it had to do to win. And we've got an even tougher task this week. So they're going to have to play better this coming Saturday than they did last Sunday. So let's, let's, looking let's talk your... about this sitting here West Virginia game. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you got an echo on that. Let's pick yeah, up this, this Pittsburgh game. Guys, we, they're, missing, they're missing some players this week for sure. Yeah, I just want to state that um, you got Rudolph starting. And it is yep. Christmas, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But and then we got two key guys out in the secondary as well. One with suspension, one suspension, one injury. And and you got Jake Browning, who admittedly said he played terrible against them last time. So you, you're to come in riding the winning streak, feeling pretty good, and he's got something to prove against the Steelers. I will say also that, you know, when Joe Burrow got hurt, I thought to myself, if we only win two more games, I hope it's against the Steelers. And we lost the first one. So I have to say this next game, I probably want to win more than any other game on our schedule, to be honest with you. Yeah, Especially after the last one. <laughs> I, will I, I would think after his showing his first full game as a starter against the Steelers that – Jake Browning will be more fired up to play Pittsburgh than he was Minnesota to prove that ultimately that was a fluke. And, you know, and how about this? And nobody – and we bang on them during the bad times. How good has the offensive line been in the month of December? You know, what kind of improvement? Volson, who I – I mean, you guys know, I pretty much said I'm, I'm about out of patience there. He's played like a pro bowler this, this last month. Yeah. Uh, Brown is playing very well. I, I thought it was very telling – that Jake credited pretty much Ted Karras with the, the victory this past weekend with how Karras was calling out the protections and helping him with that and adjusting to whatever the Vikings were doing. And, you know, in the same, uh, the rights, you know, I think Alex Cap has been playing banged up all year, but he gutted it out with a, a good game and, and Jonah was solid as well. So uh, they've got a monstrous task with that Pittsburgh front seven, but uh, you know, we'll see between that and an opportunistic defense Hopefully we can get Cam Taylor, Britt back, and, and Jamar and go from there. But it, it's it's going to be very tough. But I, I think if they play their best game, they'll win Saturday. So um, we got Tom in the comments section here saying one more win, probably get to the playoffs, very watered down. I disagree. I think we need to win out. Maybe 10 gets you in. But I, are you guys like me? Are you guys sitting up, laying in bed at night, playing with the NFL playoff predictor tool and trying to guess – all these different combinations. And I was playing around late last night and I didn't obviously keep track, but 
but what I saw lately was 36% chance of making the playoffs. If we win this week, it goes up to like 58%. And I would say based on all the different scenarios I did, I would say, yeah, we got in about 36% of the time. So I think we need to get that win this week. I think we need to win out personally. You look at some of the strength of schedules the other guys are playing, the guys that we need to lose have some pretty weak matchups coming up. And that the um, that Bears win, how that guy didn't catch that Hail Mary against Cleveland oh. the other night. I mean, that that would have changed a lot of stuff for us. But now with that, with them, with the Browns winning, that complicates uh, complicates things. You know, Jeff has a, a point here about Great winning point, out. Uh, there is there is certainly a lot of uh, funky tiebreakers. Certainly the, the start we had in our overall AFC record is not doing us um, any good when it comes to a bunch of teams tied at the um, at the end. We definitely have to win this week. You know, next week uh, we'll see what happens, and then and then Cleveland. But there's still some teams that, um, as Jamie said, have more of a cakewalk schedule than than we do um, the rest of the way. Certainly, we can control our own es- destiny by winning out, but um, it's going to come down to the end. And, and, and another thing, Jamie said that ESPN calculator is a lot of fun to go in there. Basically, you do it by week, and you pick every game in the NFL: um, who wins, who loses. It calculates it all for you, and um, you know we'll see where where the cards fall. But um, I, you know I think Zach said take it one week at a time, and, and Pittsburgh's ahead now, and we got to get the win Saturday there and make all of our Christmases happy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree. You keep playing with these calculators. There's scenarios I know we talked in one of our text strings about we could win out and might not get in. Um, I think the chances are, though, um, I like our chance. If we get to 10 wins, especially beating Pittsburgh this week, if we can get to 10 wins, that gives us a very high probability of, of likely getting in. But you can only do what you can do at this point. Just keep winning every damn week, and you can't control these other games. That's on us, right? So I hope one of these games don't come back and bite us in the ass, uh, like the Pittsburgh game earlier this year and a couple of the other games that we could have and should have won, right? So, But that's the NFL. Right now they're playing some good football, guys, and we you know, got to keep playing – playing some good ball what's interesting about this season is like this this whole nfl season seems to be the year of the backup you know there's a there's a very realistic possibility you get a super bowl with two backup quarterbacks playing which would be absolutely crazy and is there a crazy number out there i think there's been like 55 different starting quarterbacks this season (laughs) yeah it's 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 definitely not something that uh our favorite commissioner roger goodell likes to see but um a lot of uh, stuck quarterbacks out for um, for the year, and you know a lot of these backups coming in and and playing um, playing good. I mean, Joe Flacco off the scrappy. What's that guy been doing for the last eighteen months? Comes in and leads the the darn team to you know some some wins. But it's you know it's 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 crazy time. It's um, you know if you remember what was it four years ago the Eagles Super Bowl run when Carson Wentz got hurt. Um, yep. I can't think of his name now. Um, who was their backup that came in and um, Nick Foles? Nick Foles led him to the um, Foles, you know, led him really, all the way. So, um, Renee makes a good point. Do we think Flacco's going to sustain that level of play? He did actually throw three interceptions. Yeah, he he's going to just as likely throw interceptions than he is a touchdown. I it's I, I can't imagine him sustaining that though. Regardless of who plays quarterback, running back, that defense. When they play the way they can, that's what helps me. So, yeah, the Browns' defense is legit. 
Brian says in the chat, hate to jump ahead, but Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey to break up before the game. Bengals will win New Year's Eve game. <laughs> and we might actually get on the new CD then. I don't know what, what words rhyme with bangles that she'd want to sing, but you never know. Maybe we got we'll Robin in the uh, chat here. Her and her husband, Jim, came up from Florida, got to meet their longtime idol, Kenny Anderson, on, on Friday. They were super excited, um, had a chance to go to Cyclones game, made a big weekend out of it in, in Cincy. So thanks for uh, tuning in, Robin, and uh, coming up, coming to the tailgate and all that good stuff. So what do we have? Uh, Talking about the international tailgate, we had Sri Lanka, Germany, England, and what was the uh, Trinidad mark? Was that the other, the other random yeah. country? Yeah, Trinidad. And you, so you, you are, don't count Canada. You don't count Canada anymore, do you, James? No, yeah, that's, no. it's half Canadians down the tailgate now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. No. Uh, they don't For count. For those watching in the chat, obviously we just, you know, recapping last week's game, looking ahead to this week's game. Let's see some predictions in the chat who where, where people are going to think we're going to land on Saturday against the Steelers. And then also, where are you guys going to be watching the game? Is everyone, like, I, I don't know about you guys, the 23rd is going to be uh, some family get-togethers. I don't know. You guys going to be gathering on the TV watching with your family. Are you avoiding going to a family function to stay and watch the game and go in late we are having um the christmas eve warm-up the 23rd the same people will be here the 23rd as we'll be here on the 24th to watch the game so uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a a warm-up on the 23rd and, and hopefully cheer the guys home uh we were gonna have some more but uh looks like some some illness has gotten in the way of that but uh, so now we'll be here. I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but along with that, where everybody's watching it, how do you attack the Steelers this week with no safeties? Do you go ahead and, and hope, you know, Yossi Vosh and T can, can get open deep. Um, you know, is, is this the week where Tanner Hudson really becomes valuable? If those safeties are back in double team and he's open over the middle or, you know, does Tyler Boyd feast? On the I'd other like side to see the an ball. old school go up there and smash him in the mouth, maybe run it about 42 times, like an old school 23-13, and just pound the hell out of him personally, how they used to play us. Jimmy, I, I, I want to see Jake Browning ball, man. I want to see I want to see him dishing that ball out. I mean, that secondary is just right for the picking. I just want to see them go after it. James and Jimmy, James, were, were you in Pittsburgh for what Jeff Hobson always calls – the war of 1812 in 2009 where we yes. pretty much won the division by going up there and beating them 18 to 12. Yeah. That's my one and only trip to Pittsburgh. I said, I'm never going back. That was, uh, I, I've had said, the same experience. Went. Yep. One and oh undefeated there. Um, don't care if I ever go back now, Jamie, you know, texted us Saturday. I'm going to Pittsburgh. I'm going see you there. Then what, what is it? Two hours later, Tommy, well, now, hold on. I didn't say I, – I was told you wait, guys were I'm, going. Wait, hold on. I am looking up the exact – Are you going? Maybe I was told yourself. you weren't going. Are you going? I, I'm not. Hey, hold no, on. I'm, you, you guys I'm seen that commercial, right? Hey, hey, James, the red flag has been we're thrown. the flag. The yeah. We're throwing the red yeah. flag. Yeah. This, right. this conversation is under let's review. Get, let's get a review. 
Listen, okay, I talking. said I plan on uh, going. Here we go. You guys said, first of all, it's not safe and that you weren't going. And then the next day I said it got squashed because I have to be back for a family get-together at noon on Sunday. Saturday, 11.24 p.m., direct quote from our favorite Canadian. I'm coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. So then Aaron squashed it because <laughs> she's not confident that I'm going to be awake early enough on Sunday to drive the four and a half hours home to be back. Well, in time. Let, let me let me point this out, Jamie. Aaron is right. Uh, you you slept through our show, yeah. uh, you're, you're, and, and that's that's at eight o'clock at night. So, yeah. what confidence does she have that that you're going to be in any shape to wake up <laughs> at six a.m. to be home for? So, hey. uh, I'm glad your elf on the shelf took care of you. I actually somewhat blame Tom a little bit. Because his response was, it's not safe there. And I happened to be in front of Aaron and going, oh, Tom says it's not safe. And then and then the whole conversation changed. Now and, then, she's and then, hold on, hold on. Here's the other part. 12.55 on, on Sunday. Aaron squashed it, LOL. <laughs> All right here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying it. I want to be. Are you guys going? So, Jamie, you can you can not worry about getting up early if you just go up there and go back. That's what we're doing. There's a group of us going up and coming back same day. Right. Hey, here's James's. Here's James's response. Who wears the pants in that relationship with no uh, response back? Tony, are you going up? <laughs> Who else is going up? Anyone else going up besides Tony? Brandon and uh, uh, Caleb and Tony. I am I am not going up this you week. Guys, so. You guys have your tickets I'm, already, Tony? Yeah, you know the the nice thing I will say in in my, in my trip to Pittsburgh is if you're in your hotel and you want a smoke filled room, all you have to do is open a window. Um, <laughs> and that you know it's uh, you know and it's 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 quite the experience. Um, I'm trying to think of something good. Uh, oh yeah, Santa. Well, while you weren't here, Tom. Yes. I said. That you can't do your shithead, shithole, whatever asshole of the week award. So he said that. So don't do that this week. Christmas, the Christmas and, spirit. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So no, don't do that this week. That's one thing. Okay. Santa left us. Hey, Jamie, there's a there's a good question here by Jeff Snellen about heard Bengal fans, and I'm I'm on my phone here. So you can't paint this with a wide brush, guys. I've had my worst experiences as as traveling uh, to other cities in Cleveland by far, not even close. Um, I, I mean, I've never had any problems in Pittsburgh myself, but I've seen things uh, there, and I don't know what happens to some of their fans that come here. I think some of the fans that come here might be coming from Price Hill or something. I don't know. Um, they're not, uh, I, I, yeah. So it's funny because so I'm closest to Buffalo. <clears throat> so all the years, anytime the Bengals are playing Buffalo, I would go down, and I've had some pretty, you know, people get right in your face and people wanting to pick fights with you. Um, and until Andy Dalton threw that touchdown to get them into the playoffs. And then you go, you go to Buffalo wearing a Dalton jersey and you just drink for free. And we seem to have this, like, especially with the Hamlin thing and obviously a huge rivalry, rivalry with Buffalo. But you wear a Bengals jersey in Buffalo now and, you know, you walk out of the stadium winning the game like we did last year. You get, like, high five, good game, see you next year. It's a totally different now than it ever was before. 
I got pushed. I got my my drink knocked out of my hand in New York. Remember, I don't know if you remember that. When I, I was sitting with your buddy, I, all great. Everyone around me was great. Just that one guy just was just you know drunk and me and stupid. You were sitting with uh, you were sitting with Frank Santa Jet Green. Yeah, that was great. They were great. His wife was awesome. Everyone was like super friendly. So yeah, you're right. You can't paint it with a wine. Everyone has their own different experiences. I'm not afraid to go to Pittsburgh. I like to go, um, but you know, you should go one. Day. Aaron won't let you. Aaron won't let you. It's not that she won't let me. She just she was concerned I wouldn't be back in time. Leave the same night. There's no reason to stay there. Well, do you guys have it? We'll talk off the air. We'll talk off the air. I don't want to sit <laughs> hey, by myself. You, I wanted to go down with like this, you, guys, you know. This is very reminiscent of the. Of Jamie was coming down for I forget what game, and he didn't have snow tires on the mini car. And then and I, got I have snow tires now. I have snow tires now. Oh boy, Tony, what time yeah. you guys? You guys will are you guys going up day of and coming back after the game? Yeah, so we're gonna leave about 9 30, 10 o'clock, get up there about two, get in the stadium, hang out, do whatever, and then uh, we'll leave right afterwards. Should be home, you know, 12 31 o'clock at the latest. Yeah, Tony, hate, take a I look hate. tonight when you're when we're off. If there's any tickets near you guys still. And if there is, I'll snag one and go down. I'll All I'll right. do the I'll do the same day trip. I'll do the same day trip. Let's go. I will do the same day trip. Let's go. Yeah. Only because we shamed him into it on the show. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> I want to be there. I want to be there. He's trying to show that he wears the pants. That's right. Uh I'll even wear shorts to prove it. I'm just, I'm just waiting for a message from Aaron here, saying, "Talk him back out of it." Let's see. Aaron, Aaron literally is watching his show right now, stomping her feet like James is looking for an excuse to pop up in Aaron's DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, since since we are talking so much about Pittsburgh, though. And this this shocked me. It is possible for the NFL office to fine and suspend a Steeler, even if he, you know, deserved it two fines ago. Um, they gave him as much latitude as they have. I, I didn't think you could shame the NFL into doing the right thing uh, there. Yeah. But congratulations to them. So they will be down – they're two top safeties with Fitzpatrick being injured this week, you know, and that's why to Jamie's point, do you try to, to run the ball? Do you try to keep it balanced or with inexperienced safeties? Do you let, like, as he put it, let, let Jake ball. Um, you got to remember Browning's first game, Minka didn't play in, in Cincy either, who I think he's a, he's a great player, but he didn't play that, that game in, in Cincy, and we can go round and round about you know. Even though he was out there, we played without Joe Burrow. So, okay, let you know what. Since we're kind of doing open conver, who has a dog all of a sudden? Anyway, ever since we're Tony, doing open Tony, conversation, Tony. this was in this was in the news. Obviously, you know that was a terrible hit for anyone that watched it. Right, you, know, you guys see what Tom Brady posted saying you can't blame the defender. Took a took a swipe at uh, at Minshew there by saying that it's the and it's the quarterback's fault for putting your receiver in that position where he's having to go up to extend or or reach for a ball and and obviously going to take a big hit there. What do you guys think about that? Is this was this on Minshew or was this uh, dirty weather defender? I think the game bad pass. The yeah, game my, my opinion, bad pass, bad pass, but still, yeah, that could have been prevented. That was his dirt. That was his. You're on that's jacked up, and we're like, man, what a hit! That was an awesome hit. We all grew up loving those type of hits. The game has just changed. You can't do that. I mean, 
I don't think Minshew thought, hey, I'm going to hang this guy out there. He just throws the ball up and hope he makes a play. You know, that's kind of what happened. Yeah, that that if you if if you haven't seen this hit, anybody that's watching this right now, uh, just Google that hit. It was as scary as a hit you'll ever see. I cannot believe Pittman got up and walked away from that man. Really, it's interesting though. Like he didn't think he did anything wrong. Like Mark just said, he stood up right after and cheering like he had made a good play. But when you watch that, I mean, if you watch it in real time, it's like wow, like that was crazy. But you actually slow that hit down. You like he, he led with his helmet. Like man, right could have been, that could have been bad. And Tom, how many how many times has this guy been, you know, fined in like five or six times? I think it's four this season. Well, see, that's the other thing too, right? It's like hockey of repeat offenders. I mean, you can't you if it was his first time, you can maybe excuse it a little bit, but if it's a guy who's a repeat offender, you got I mean they're they're trying to get the there's right. an emphasis of taking those hits out the game. It just you don't want those kind of hits anymore. Those used to be celebrated. I'm not making excuses. It's just the game is different. So Tom Brady is saying, yeah, you don't throw the ball in. 20 years ago, you didn't throw that ball because the guy would get crushed. And But we want to see that. We want to see points. We also don't want to see the best players get hurt. So I understand it from the NFL. I, mean, I, I do find it. Hit to the guy. I mean, it just doesn't benefit the defender. It doesn't benefit the game. It's just they don't want that. He can really get hurt. You can hurt someone. Yeah. It's a it's a different NFL now. One because of all the concussions, the lawsuits are facing because of that, and two simple simply social media is around now, so they can get the backlash for days and days from fans around the world, and they're not going to deal with it. So I agree with Tom. You know, twenty years ago, that guy still doesn't get suspended. I don't think, but uh, it's a different <laughs> NFL, and and um, you know, and not to say the NFL doesn't care about player safety. Obviously, they they do, but. Uh, Again, 20 years ago, no way he gets suspended. Well, look at the look at how I mean, we here in Cincinnati, we appreciated his ability, his instincts, his hustle, and how fun it was to watch Vontez Burfick play linebacker. The flip side of that was 80% of the penalties he got, and probably 80% of the fines he got, he deserved. Now he got to a point where the refs were really looking for him. Uh, but you know, uh, Mark put it perfectly. You can't do that anymore in the NFL and with reason and for too long the Bengals would do something and it was stupid the Steelers would do the exact same thing and it was but that Steeler football well you know crap here's a novel idea let's all play with the same set of rules and see how it goes now with officiating currently in the NFL who even knows what those rules are that everybody needs to, to play and get the same and get the same treatment uh, as poor as the officiating is. But we, we talk about that enough, but what's, no, he, he got what he deserved. What's up with Tom Brady all of a sudden, just having a comment on every single thing that happens in the league. Like, have you guys noticed this every week? He's, he's like, bored, he's, he's bored, throwing, but he keeps throwing shade at the NFL. Like he, he steps away from the game. All of a sudden the product's garbage and the, QB plays on as good. It's like shut yeah, up. Yeah, the, the team he he owns a piece of is garbage. The Raiders. So no, yeah. they did put up sixty three points. He's I mean, gonna come back to save football next season. That's what he's here yeah, uh, for. I've seen this script. Is this what he's, <laughs> what he's planting the seed? I think, it's, That's what it seems like. 
Good God, like between Tom Brady and Taylor Swift, I could give two shits what their what their opinions are in football. Like, <laughs> what if Tom Brady steals Taylor Swift away from Ta- Travis Kelsey? You know oh, what? I mean, and they go to the Raiders and play. Ah, <laughs> uh, so somehow some way they got to figure this shit out. I I I don't think they changed their game plan at all, Jamie. I think they, I think they they approach this game just like every other game they've had with Jake Browning and. And I think uh, I think some folks put in this is the revenge game for um, for Jake because that was his first week in practicing going into a, a game, so he's ready to get his revenge this week. And I think the Bengals take care of business in Pittsburgh, guys. And Browning nine and six. And Browning is uh, very good at uh, sharing the ball and, and spreading it around, so I can see that being a benefit here in Pittsburgh too. So I'm looking forward to him hitting all them receivers and the running backs and um, and balling for sure. Yeah. Go ahead with your thought, James, but a, but a question when you're done, something you brought up to me today. What kind of difference will Tanner Hudson and Chase Brown make this Sunday? But go ahead, James, and then address that because that was your thought too. I just lost my um, – oh, the, the one thing we saw against Minnesota for the first time since Jake Browning was quarterback was the empty uh, backfield set. I'm not sure it worked. You know, that that's a play that um, Joe Burrow likes. Obviously, he's more of a shotgun quarterback. But I think we've been the most effective with, with Jake under center, doing the play action, you know, a more concentrated effort on the run. And I think we do more of that. The old AFC North football, uh, running the ball is going to be important. Running it at C.J. Watt's going to be important. And then when, if we can establish that run, that, that passing game is going to be there all day, as everyone I agree. said earlier. Especially have, you guys noticed, have you guys noticed? It's going to be cold. That? It's going to be windy up there. You go and punch them right in the mouth on offense and defense. Just come out there and just hit them. That's what I'd like to do. One thing I find interesting, I'm sure you guys noticed this too, but the Bengals must be giving something away when they're doing that quick that quick pass to the side, you know what I mean? Like that quick out has almost got picked off now the last three games. I don't know if they're showing something on offense where teams are picking up, the defense is picking up on that, but we've had three games in a row where we've almost threw a pick six with that quick out to the to the right or the left. So I don't know if they're showing something on offense that's tipping defenses to that play, but we've been lucky a few times. We're lucky in that, that Minnesota game. This week we're going to fake that. Go deep. <laughs> That's how you set them up. The old banana in the tailpipe. 100%. <laughs> Just don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. But, but James, no. expand a little bit on, on your thoughts. You know, do we need to see Tanner Hudson and Chase Brown, two unsung guys who essentially were part of the team at all the first six, seven, eight weeks of the year? But, and now, you know, I, I saw a stat today. Last three weeks, Tanner Hudson is the number one tight end in football. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to uh, trying to pull up there was, um, yeah, his stats. I, I think he's been a, you know, welcome um, surprise. Well, we started the year on the practice squad. We thought Herb Smith was going to be the guy. Obviously, that didn't uh, happen, but he's, he stepped up. So, you know, you look at the second half of the year, kind of when Browning took over, you know, we see more uh, Chase Brown in the backfield who's done everything we've asked of him and uh, Tanner Hudson getting the ball thrown to him more, making the catches and then, and, and playing smart. So, you know, both guys are going to be crucial to, to what happens on, um, on Saturday. But I, I, again, I just think it goes back to focus of, of running the ball more. Um, it's worked. I think Joe Mixon's, you know, Joe Mixon's been a, a bright spot all season. 
Um, even going back um, to the beginning, it just simply we argued on the show, not getting enough touches or abandoning the running game um, too much. So, again, kudos to, to Zach. Again, we, we talked about that one boneheaded play. Hopefully that's been um, removed from the, the playbook. But um, keep going. And, and one thing we forgot to mention or haven't mentioned yet on the show is the two stops of third and inches oh. and, and fourth and inches without DJ Reader. So how yeah. about that? How is the coach from Minnesota not be fired for that game? That what you send a guy who's four foot, four foot nine, to to do the tush push two plays in a row. It was unreal. Like the the commentators on TV, you guys were obviously at the game. They're losing their minds. They couldn't believe that they're making this play, sending this guy out. I mean, he's yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I I heard that. I I went I actually rewatched the game. But he fumbled the second. It, it's it's half a yard. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, the I, I don't care who's behind him. They weren't the Bengals' defensive line beat their guards and center on this play. The Bengals' defensive line beat that whole offensive line. So I don't care who was behind them. That wasn't getting anything. Uh, Jordan hell, he probably lost. Point. Yeah, he probably lost half a yard uh, on that. that. Honestly, that's the equivalent of the Seahawks throwing throwing in the Super Bowl when you could hand it off to like the, the best running back in the game at the time. Just just run that right down the middle. Like it's just bone like bonehead football. Makes no sense. I'm happy they did it though. Tom, you're muted. How our uh, defensive tackles not only played on that play, but what about the effort of, of uh, BJ Hill all four oh, quarters? Yeah. Another interception uh, you know, <clears throat> sacks, consistent pressure, great against the run. You know, and coming up big there on the on the third and fourth and short, less than a yard, you know, half a yard, and then you know, essentially a foot, and and shoving him back. So uh, you know, he's, you know, if he were in New York again, there'd be another guy they'd be pushing for the Pro Bowl. But you know, we, we've got a lot of guys, you know, stepping up, playing their best football at the right time. Okay, and I, I have- will say on that on that uh, B.J. Hill or the uh, interception that they took away. I'm not sure if I've ever heard Paycor that loud, maybe ever since the fumble of the joke. But that play went and say, I, was, I wasn't sure what happened. Next thing you know, they they still had the ball. They're like, what happened? But the jungle went nuts when that happened. James, nuts. back me up. That was not offsides. Yeah, <laughs> well, you talked about that. Yeah, that uh, was, it was a was perfectly fine jump. And, uh, you know, that was a huge call that was missed or made wrong. And then that stupid pass interference call that wasn't um, – he oh, just, to play before the Tyler Boyd. That was another yeah. abomination. Okay, I'm going to – this is unannounced. Sorry, Jimmy. I'm going to introduce a new segment for this week since we're kind of doing uh, fan talking and plus we're all talking. I want to go around the room here. I want to hear bold prediction for Saturday's game. Bold prediction. Tom, bold prediction. You start. Tony drives up and back in the same day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> James, bold prediction. Man, on the uh, on the spot, I, I think um, I think we win. I, I do. It's going to be um, a, a close game, 24-21. Good guys. Mark, bold prediction for the game. Something that happens. I think we'll have thirty-five rushes and about one hundred and eighty yards. All right, Tony. Twenty-three, thirteen. I'm I'm going with uh, Brownie's going to ball out. He's going to get four hundred plus yards passing. Woo. That's a bold prediction right there. Bengal Jim? I'm going Trent Irwin, 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. You're killing me. You stalled mine. 
That's my I think Trent Irwin's going to get a touchdown. I think Browning and Irwin have something on the practice squad. You saw it when when Browning first stepped in. Now with Chase being out, they need more people. I, I think Irwin's going to get a touchdown, a crucial touchdown. That's my bull prediction. Jimmy's looking for betting things to Here's- do prop bets on. That's why he asked those questions. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm right. On- <laughs> he wrote them all down. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm afraid to uh, have Andrew ask this question, but uh, all right, Andrew, put your question in the chat, buddy. We'll answer it. You, if you Tony have a question, just ask. Just ask. Tony, Tony, Tony four hundred yards, man. That that would be uh that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I think. Little... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Jamie. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say I agree. I just I just think there's something. I just think there's something there with Browning and Irwin. I think you saw that. His first game he came in, yeah, obviously we didn't beat the Steelers. But I think, you know, these guys that play in the practice squad together don't get all the reps in, in uh, you know, in a regular game. You know, they, they step into a position where they get to play on on the the main roster. And I think we're going to see uh, we're gonna see that connection. I think I saw something there last time they played. I almost, Jamie, I was, I was going back and forth between Yoshi and Trent. So I, I yeah. went with Trent, but I wouldn't be surprised if Yoshi had a big game as well. Yeah, what about I, this? Maybe uh, make up for the missed uh, long throw. Charlie Jones, to, uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. He has the punt return touchdown, but he doesn't have a uh, touchdown as a receiver, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I think everybody's be, forgetting the, the hometown Pittsburgh boy. Tyler Boyd is due for a big game in Pittsburgh. Could be. Yep. Could be. I like to hear all. I like to see all this stuff happen. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's the question. Hold on. Uh, do you think my Bengals beat the Steelers in? <laughs> it's not called Heinz Field anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm laughing because I expected a, a different question. But yeah, I think I think everyone in the chat, everyone on the screen, I don't think you're gonna find anybody here who's picking the Steelers on Saturday. No. I don't know. Mark Mark was talking about the Steelers winning today at, at work. I don't know. Huh? Such a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Have we done the two minute warning since we're uh, now? Hold on, minutes. hold on. Let's real quick talk about the the, the charity uh, up. A uh, quick ter- charity update, Tony. I know we uh, raised almost three grand for Maddie's house this weekend, and uh, we got new charity total, buddy. Go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, that's the wrong graphic. We're at the almost one hundred nineteen thousand dollars for this year. Oh, my apologies. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, but, so that's awesome. Um, like Jimmy said, uh, was almost three grand for Maddie's house, which is a great supporter and organization that we uh, we like here at the at the show. Um, and then uh, the other thing about the the last few tailgates is the Toys for Tots drive that we've been doing along with Fill the Bus. Uh, so as of today. Um, Tomorrow, I, I will be going with the, the group of guys at work, and we will be helping to organize all these toys and unload some shipments that's coming. Um, but alone um, with the tailgate and some of the employees from uh, Duke, um, we have over 1,300 toys um, that we've been able to contribute to. So that's uh, freaking phenomenal, and it's um, it beats our record from last year for sure. So I'm looking forward to it. It, it, the fill the bus thing Sunday uh, it was it was kind of dragging. We started at eight thirty. It was out pretty late uh, the night before after the game. Uh, no, let me correct that. You were home. You did the Irish goodbye at nine oh five p.m. 
you don't know where I went, James. You were you were you disappeared. We went to Popeyes. We went to Popeyes at Main Street. <laughs> Irish goodbye at nine oh five. You were back in Colerain at nine forty five. We had the Santa tracker on you. We were we were up early. We were up early and went hard all day. But uh, what was really cool about the fill the bus guys? Uh, we started in in Eastgate, the Walmart in Eastgate, finished down at the Pro Shop. Guys, we had fans in town still from the night day before. Uh, we had a, a gentleman that came in from Denver, Chris, yeah, donated two, two bikes. Two bikes he donated with, with helmets uh, for kids. Uh, he was heading up to Columbus to meet a friend and then flying back to Denver. Uh, his comment to us, and this is what's really cool about fans that are watching the show right now, that are on social media, because of what you guys do and what we do on social media and on this show, his comment was, we make him feel like he's part of the team and part of the city, even though he's not here. That's us on the screen. That's you watching the show. What you do on social media it was a very cool comment for him to make. And for him to come by and buy two bicycles for these kids was really cool. We had a, a, a father and son drive all the way down to the pro shop in, from Columbus and drop off a big bag of toys, guys. And they weren't down or doing anything else. I thought they were coming down and spending some time. To, oh, no, no, we, we didn't want to miss this. We, we, we made this last year. They drove all the way back up to Columbus after they dropped those toys off, guys. I mean, there are dozens of stories like that. And, and for people to get involved and engage like that, it was pretty fun to see. Uh, people were coming and going at, at, at both stops that we had. So ideally next year, I hope we do it on a Saturday, <laughs> um, you know, before a game. But uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun seeing, seeing those people come in and, and wanted to be involved uh, uh, in, in the toy drive. It was fun to watch. Here's, here's the proper traffic, too. I think it, you have to see it to to actually appreciate – well, you appreciate the number without seeing it, but it's it's crazy to see $118,000 so far, almost $119,000 raised so far. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Yep. Awesome. awesome. We still got one right. more tailgate, too, to go. So I just want to say I appreciate everybody bringing the toys. Um, it's – it's hard to explain unless you you see it behind the scenes. Um, you know, tomorrow I'm gonna do that. And there's gonna be some emotions from me, but when you when you unload all these toys and you get them ready for the families to come in, it's um it's phenomenal and it's a it's really a, a, a punch gut. So uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who uh, helped contribute to the toy toy drive. And since we're taking a few your questions tonight, James. Um, one of your fans yeah. here would like to know what your favorite <laughs> movie is. Adam, uh, Adam Sandler, uh, Hanukkah song. One and two is my favorite uh, Christmas <laughs> song. Who doesn't like Adam Sandler? And who doesn't like Hanukkah? Eight Crazy Nights, right, Jamie? Crazy wife. Hey, was that Jimmy without one of the, the jerseys on? Did anybody hear that? I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, we heard it. Okay, Are you not wearing a jersey? You're not wearing a jersey, Jimmy. You're wearing a shirt. That was the orange Section 158 orange stripe game. Okay. And somebody stole my damn thing out of the bus, what I was going to wear, and I wore Joe Goodberry had given me an orange long sleeve shirt that day. So that's what I was wearing. So, so what you're saying is Cooks has not made you a custom orange jersey? I do. I have it. I have it upstairs in my closet. I got orange, white, you know, black. That sounds like a, a Craig excuse, much like the, the black jersey <laughs> he wore to the whiteout. But 
if, if you don't play the video again, Jamie, don't don't play the video again. But right behind us in that stadium on Orange Out, I think Craig didn't he have a white uh, a white jersey on that night. Uh, hey, pretty, listen, pretty before sure. we go into the two minute warning, because you guys just talked about this gentleman. He's actually watching. Kyle's the guy who drove down from Columbus to do the uh, drop-off. So. Merry Christmas, Kyle. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas hey, Kyle, you're the best, man. You, you and your dad, that was uh, – I, I couldn't believe you guys did that, man. It's very cool of you guys. Very, very neat. Bengal fans are freaking awesome, man. All right, two-minute warning. Who's going first? Mark? All I got to say is who they. I want this dub more than anything else. And Merry Christmas. You guys I'll go. go. Who day? And um, just want to uh, send a special thanks out to uh, Kelly. We had some face painting going on. If you guys got to see James, uh, he was the Grinch. Uh, she did an awesome job, and uh, she did all that on her free time and um, gave us uh, all the proceeds, donations, uh, went to the charities. So just uh, shout out to her. And uh, I think we're going to be balling in uh, Pittsburgh. Looking forward to going up there and representing. And um, we'll come back with a dub, hopefully. Yeah, guys. Uh, Hude, Merry Christmas. All I've asked for for Christmas is tickets for the Browns game because I know that game is going to count by the time we get there. And uh, apparently it's it might be a little bit safer in Cleveland. I don't know. We'll see. Plus, if I if Aaron gets me the tickets for Christmas and goes with me, she can't squash my dreams of going. So, <laughs> Two things. Um Always in the DNs leading up to, to the games. Hey, what's going on in Pittsburgh? There's nothing planned in Pittsburgh this week. And also getting a lot of DMs about Kansas City. You sure got a, should have received an email from the casino about the cancellation due to logistics for what was planned in, in, in Kansas City. Logistically, it, it didn't work out. So we're getting a lot of DMs about both this weekend, um, a party, and uh, Kansas City. So Nothing uh, planned. Let's just go up there. If you're going to the games, get the win, uh, be loud, and uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Tom? This is the most, uh, you know, every game is important. It has been, but this is the most important game of the year. They absolutely have to get this one. Um, it's, it's a great team. It's a special team. They continue to find a way. I think they find a way on Sunday. Merry Christmas to everybody, and thank you, everybody, for loyally uh, turning in, tuning in every week. I'm going to turn in. Jamie turned in the other week. I'm going to turn in shortly, but uh, thank everybody for spending your Tuesday evening with us. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, we do have the best fan base in all of sports, and uh, this show and, and all your guys' support just give it, uh, gives us more inspiration. So Merry Christmas to all, and uh, in the spirit of uh, – you know, forgetting everybody, forgetting somebody every week during the two-minute warning. Thanks again for uh, tuning in to Bengal Jim and Friends. Good night, everybody. Oh, Jimmy, you haven't gone yet. I'm sorry. Jesus. Hey, something yeah, special's it's building, his birthday guys. This week. <laughs> something special's building. Uh, you know, I, I mean, just can you imagine this team getting to the playoffs and making a run, man? It's a gritty, fun team to watch. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thanks so much for taking your Tuesday night. Um, spinning with us, a bunch of goofball fans, just like you guys. Uh, love the city and team uh, a lot. So uh, we'll see everybody later. Merry Christmas. And let's get this dub against the Steelers. Who day, everybody? Who day? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.